Hi, everyone. This is Fernando from Moonspell. This is Missy Avila from Your Chance to Die. This is Rob the Witch from Necronomicon. This is Ben from Goat Whore. This is Morgan Weller from the Strawby. And you're listening to the great Smackdown to die. Metal fans, the podcast is back with another metal artist interview. Hold on to your souls, because today I have Morgan Weller from the ceremonial black metal band Lustravi. Morgan, thank you for taking the time to come on The Great Metal Debate. Thank you. I really appreciate well, it. Well, let's start by getting just a, a little background from you. Uh, how did you first get into music? Oh, man. Um, I've been playing music since I was four years old. Um, but I started playing bass when I was 12 and, uh, it's kind of been a lifelong addiction for me. Was that something you picked up just on your own or did you have any formal training? Um, I, I grew up playing stringed instruments, uh, violin and cello. So I did have training for that, but as far as bass, no, I haven't had any formal training for that. And I know you do vocals too. Is that something that you did from an early age or did you pick that up later? Um, actually, no. This is my first band that I've been the vocalist, actually. Let's talk a little about the band, Lustravi. When did Lustravi first take form? Uh, it was about, I guess, a year and a half ago. Um, we live in Panama City, Florida, which is pretty much the Bible Belt. And um, I was kind of sick of playing in other people's projects, and I've always loved black metal. So um, I started around there. It took me about a year uh, before that to actually find bandmates that were willing to um, play this kind of music and were comfortable with the idea of the occult and all that. Were those type of bands not the norm in your area of the country? Oh, definitely not. Um, I mean, we we have a lot of, like, hardcore and deathcore here. Um but most of the time, a lot of the times, actually, it's with, like, a Christian message. And uh, that's not something we stand for. <laughs> <laughs> quite, quite. You were going in the opposite direction aesthetically. Yeah, exactly. I know the band had its first official release in the form of an EP, The Ritual, in 2015. What was the process working up to developing that material? Um... Well, honestly, like, uh, me and my guitarist, Jeff, really collaborated, collaborated uh, most of that album. Um, with the ritual, we we did record at, at the same place that we recorded for the Cult of the Black and Veil. Um, and it, it's basically like a sample of Cult of the Black and Veil before that was released. And had you had that material for some time, or did you... What was the process to come up with that material? Honestly, like, it was kind of, uh, some of it I had had. Um, some of it we started from the ground up. Um, it, it was really, it's, it's been quite an adventure. Like, um, we, we've just been writing 
pretty much constantly for as long as we've been alive, and that's how we were able to get the uh, full in out. So some elements of that going back from even before maybe the band was conceptualized? Yes, um, especially uh, Sabrina, which is the last track of Call to the Black and Veil. Um, that song I had written before that, um, that one's about my best friend who committed suicide, and I pretty much wrote the entire thing like the day after I found out about that. That's one of my favorites, so that's interesting to hear what the story was before that. Yeah, um, she was an awesome person. Um, I lived with her for a while, and, uh, you know, it sucks that she's gone, definitely. I I miss her a lot, but um, now every year we do a uh, benefit show for the American Foundation of Suicide Prevention. And, um, I don't know, this year it's, it's going to be a lot bigger. Um, we've got about, uh, 11 bands on the show. Uh, last year it was about four. So, I don't know, I'd say that's wow. an improvement. No doubt. And, and, uh, an amazing tribute to your friend. That's, that's just great. Well, so tell me, you released this EP and, and what did the release of that, uh, uh, material do for the band just as far as recognition in the local community or even perhaps beyond that? Well, we were, um, we had no material. Like, we were playing shows, but we had no material. And um, when we finally got material to sell, like, we sold out of those within two shows. Um, and then after that, we released a split with some Brazilian bands and American bands, um, War Inferno FX, which has Fabio, uh, who's from Gorgoroth and Impiety. We've got, uh, Vesterian, awesome American band. Um, uh, I'm drawing a blank on the other. It was, uh, Rectal Collapse and there's one more band and I'm drawing blanks at it. Um, but we sold out of those like pretty much right away as well. So early on, you were getting some some strong feedback from fans that there was a demand for the type of material you were producing. Yes, um, especially in this area of the world. um, You just don't see people fighting against the Christian opposition, and we brought back the people, and we've gotten an overwhelmingly positive response for that. Well, so following on that, you obviously worked on some additional material, and you just, uh, in this past May, released your first full album. You referred to earlier, Cult of the Blackened Veil. Um, what uh, what was the early response to that? Um, actually, it's been really well. Uh, we did a, a big release show. Um, had had some friends come in and do bloodletting. Um and it was just like an insane, insane night. But um, so far, we've just gotten overwhelmingly positive response from from zines and um, like metal reviewers all over the world. You reference that CD release show and you, and allude to the the bloodletting, the uh, exciting and unique performance that you all have stage clothing, the black metal look, as well as the crowd participation. For our folks who are listening, kind of describe that environment and, 
and kind of how you all take the show beyond merely the music? Um, well, it's, it's religious for us. Like we are performing a ritual as we, as we play. Um, and, and really just as much as we can give out the message that we are not, um, for the, uh, religious side of things here, we, we do whatever we can and, uh, try to keep, try to keep everything fresh. I mean, I made all of our stage gear myself, um, and and now we've got people showing us the shows in, in hoods and corpse paint already. So you're getting a real bond with those folks who are coming to see your show. And they're not just watching what goes on on stage, but taking part in the, as, as you described it, a ritual. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, I'm uh, definitely, like, really close to everybody that comes out, um, no matter where we go to play. Um and like I mentioned before, like my friends Kat and Pam, um, they're really big into the BDSM community, and they they came out and did bloodletting, and it was so cool <laughs> just to see like how many people are behind it. Morgan, there are some very cool videos of your performances that I've seen online. I, so I have to ask: Are there any plans for the band doing an official video? Yes, actually, that's in the works right now. Um, we should start filming in possibly the next month. And Great, I then. believe we're doing a video for O Sanctifier. One of the wonderful tracks off that album. I, I have to say, I, I've had a chance to listen to the whole album. I'm really impressed with how well-crafted the songs are. Even if you're not there live to see the spectacle, the ritual that you all are putting on, to me, when you have those songs that coming in your head through the earbuds they're really creating an ambiance that really comes across to the listener well thank you so much like i i'm just uh i guess as as far as recording goes i'm I'm definitely a purist like i will never have anything on the album that we cannot do live um by ourselves and so i mean that means natural drums and just you know straightforward what we are you are the lyricist for the band, correct? Yes. You somewhat referenced that, but where where do you get a lot of your lyrical inspiration? Is does that come across just in your everyday life, or do you, do you kind of sit down and immerse yourself in the writing process? Um, honestly, a little bit of both. I, I study a lot um, when it comes to my lyrics. Um, I mean, my whole house is filled with occult books, basically, but um, I just you know, study as hard as I can. Some stuff flows naturally, like um, the lyrics for uh, Don't No Beast Cam came to me. They just came to me. And um, actually, a lot of the lyrics that I had written for Cult, I had actually written when I was like 15, 16 years old, um, especially the beginning half of Cult. Um, so are you but, the sort of writer who ke- keeps notebooks full of material and goes back to them time and time again to pull from those for inspiration? Yes, yeah, somewhat. I mean, I've, um, it's kind of like, I always planned on having a black metal band. Um, it just, for some reason or another, never came to fruition until somewhat recently. Um, and I had all this stuff like logged away that I planned on using and uh, finally got to use it. 
Your material is so strong, people need to come out and see you all. So do you have any upcoming live dates that folks should know about? Yes. Um, as I mentioned earlier, uh, September 18th is our suicide prevention show that's um, in Panama City. Then, uh, But before that, Memorial Day weekend, or Labor Day weekend, I'm sorry, um, which is like the uh, September 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, we're going to be going to Albany, for Albany, Georgia first at the Oglethorpe Lounge, which will be Friday the 2nd. Then Saturday the 3rd, we'll be going to um, Communion of Darkness Fest in uh, Charleston, South Carolina. It's like it's, it's a pretty big black metal fest. I'm really excited about that. And then um, the day after that, we're shooting for Augusta, Georgia. And I'm still getting the details on that one. So getting the opportunity for Lustrave to play in uh, new cities you've never been to and, and spread the message. Yeah, exactly. Well, beyond that, what plans does the band have for the remainder of 2016? I know this album hasn't been out that long, but are you thinking about at all new material or the, the eventual follow-up to Cult of the Black and Veil? Yes, uh, we're actually working on that stuff now. Um, this time I plan on going after Islam. Um because I feel like I kind of bash Christianity a lot in this first one. Um, <laughs> so we're going to be going after that this time. Um, a lot of more Arabic influence. Um, should be debuting a new song on the 18th of September at the show. Um, that one, it's it's a little... Uh, so there's a piano piece at the end of Sabrina. Um and there's about four minutes that it continues past the point that's recorded. Um, so I'm going to continue that and then go into the new song, which I'm really excited about. Is there any opportunity to incorporate some maybe Arabic themes in the music along with that lyrical theme? Oh, yeah. Um, I've been studying the Quran and the Hadith um, just getting myself as well-versed as possible to prepare for everything. Finishing up with you today, Morgan, please tell fans how they can get their hands on this new album, Cult of the Black and Veil, plus any other merch that might be available from Lustravi. Uh, we're available at lustravi.bandcamp.com, iTunes, Spotify. Um, in order to get merch, you can go to lustravi.bigcartel.com. And that's pretty much it. Pretty mu And we're on YouTube as well. I encourage metal fans to check out this band. Go watch some of those videos on YouTube. That's how I first caught you guys. And I was really just blown away by the professionalism of your performance and just the quality of the musicianship. I mean, you guys, you don't sound like a band that's just released your first album and only been around less than two years. You, you really provide a, a musical experience that, that speaks to it depth of talent beyond that so check these guys out and purchase that album cult of the black and veil morgan thank you so much for joining us today really appreciate uh, getting the opportunity to speak with you thank you so much i really appreciate it